women are erased from history easily, their voices lost and stifled with silence. Patriarchal societies have made this their motto or agenda, that women's stories are written with ink on water, to merge and disappear on touch. The feminist movements have fought for words, creating taxonomies of abuse because the act of naming and classifying leads the way to resisting. But we invented stories for a reason, because a tale helps make education more palatable than a lecture. Thanks to Kristen Hanna's latest doorstopper, The Four Winds, we will get to hear the voices of women from an era in history where male history and economics took control of emotions of women and children. Set in the trying times of the Great Depression, the story of a single mother Elsa will inspire you, but beware Hannah will break you a million little times throughout the book. This was much needed at a time when this is happening in real time and real present history. Voices like this need to be amplified and heard more. Hannah is a master in creating scenes that will stay with you, stick to you like a leech sucking away your blood and make your heart crumble and form a puddle of tears. Cutting her hair short, trying to look beautiful and having a boyfriend. A woman does something, gets pregnant before being married, looks ugly in others' heinous beauty standards, settles down for her children and marriage, it's her fault. Her shame. When a man does it, it's glory. Hannah centers this exact idea in this vast novel, which talks about the struggles of American migrants during the Dust Bowl era, who were both forced into starvation by a failing government and forced into lending arms and forming unions to survive. Elsa breathes life into this novel, a passionate woman who wants to explore more, but has her own exasperations as she is suppressed, solitary in a house, with only novels as her friends. But she breaks free, lives life on her own, does mistakes, owns them, stands up, again falls down, again dusts herself and stands on her feet. To dramatize a scenery of yellow, filled with a conspiracy of bad weather, bad agriculture and bad governance is difficult. It tends to the fact that authors of the quotidian sense would either paint nature's withering decimation, the evaporation of water, the withering of seedlings, the sudden apocalyptic dust storms or make it into a story of an American male farmer trying to make his life better. But Hannah knows to do better. She etched out a story of a woman. From her repressed childhood to being an outcast mother, from being a farmer of green fields to owning a farm in the most dangerous times of economical instability, to the final discussion on how she needs to choose between her children's future in the then California which was considered an oasis of milk and honey or staying near her beloved farm and waiting for the tide to turn. Though apart from maybe misled inside the frosted lens of historical accuracy, which I will very well not judge the book by being a complete alien and outsider for American history, the writing style which sometimes reads like a movie script with numerous dialogues and less scenery or explanation for the reader to be fodder and feed on. Hannah still maintains and takes a high road and makes the story much more than these historical nitbits and accurate details. Hannah is no stranger to historical fictions, her former The Nightingale was based during the time of the Second World War, and this time too her idea is magnanimous and different. She etched out characters and developed rich scenes with ease, and painted them together into an exquisite novel. Here is a novel that talks about the pieces of being a woman how survival is essential for a woman, to endure and ensure that her children stay safe, to endure and ensure a bright future, to endure and survive.